Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I thought Ali Marmel was good under the circumstances, to be honest with you. It's early in the morning, although he's getting some of that Seattle coffee in him. And going through the numbers, he was, I thought, really good. They're 8-13. and 13. This team's five games under. They are struggling. Ali answered all of our questions. It was not pulling teeth. I thought it was, you know, I mean, Jim Thomas is going to join us here in a second from the Post-Dispatch. And I know, JT, that you have been down this road numerous times. How are you, Pally, first of all? Aki, uh, and I do mean Aki, I'm doing great. Great to be on the uh, on the uh, sports uh, for Sunday morning, the hallowed grounds of uh, radio. So, oh, yeah. yeah, as Rich Daly used to say, if I was doing any better, I couldn't stand it. <laughs> That's right. You covered Rich Daly and others at the University of Missouri in your long career. Congratulations. I mean, what a run this has been for you. I Selfishly, I wish you could do more because with all respect to all my buddies over there at the Post-Dispatch, your game stories to me are fun. I, I like the way that you write and kind of like, it's like you're talking just to me. You'll have these little side comments and then you'll go back to the, <laughs> to the game at hand. You know what I'm talking about? I I've always enjoyed your writing JT. Well, I've always tried to keep it fun. I mean, there, there's a time to write uh, maybe serious prose and, but uh, at the end of the day, it's still a game. And uh, I've always tried to humanize the players and uh, I have a kind of a conversational style writing. So I really appreciate that, Tom. And you and I go way back. I mean, you were you were such a youngster. Have you hit thirty years old yet? Or what the, how old are you, now, I'm. Uh, I'll be forty eight this summer. And when you and I started, oh, all right. I know uh, I was covering the Rams in the late nineties when I first started at KMOX in ninety seven, covering Tony Banks and his dog felony and you know, the, all that stuff with Dick Vermeil. So I was 22 when I first walked around that locker room. Here wow. I am at five now. Here I am 25 plus years later. L- let me ask you the, because it got to be amazing what we all went through. The Rams going to the Super Bowl two times in three years. You also covered the Stanley cup with the blues, but let me ask you about those tough times. I just mentioned that Ollie Marmel, we did an interview. We just went 15 minutes. I thought he was good. It's not easy for him or me no. going, going through a situation yeah. like that. How did you handle the losing and talking to a head coach during tough times? Well, you have to ask the right questions and, and you do the same thing. You ask the questions that need to be asked, but you don't have to call names to do it. You know, like, uh, you know, 
Mm. Well, why the hell does your bullpen suck or whatever? There's a way to ask questions and get the answer. So you always try to be fair but honest. And, you know, you try to look at the long picture. I mean, even with the Cardinals, I know fans and, and media are deeply disappointed in the start. But And, and I know some will laugh when I say this, but it's what they played. 22 games now out of 162. There's a long, long way uh, to go. But, yeah, it's it's tough. It's it's not as much fun going into the locker room of a a losing team. But, uh, you know, it's part of the job. And, and, uh, my gosh, some of those stretches, you you remember the the last years of the Rams, uh, what, the final 10 years, not one winning season. There were there were a couple of eight eight and eights in there, but not one winning season. And that uh, that stretch from uh, uh, 2007 through 2011, Tom, they 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 went 15 and 65. So that's an average record, an average record of three and 13. You're, you, you, the team you're covering is usually out of it uh, before the first frost hits in in, in football. But you just got to do your job and and. and uh, and, and cover the team and and make the most of it. It's not the most fun thing. I can remember, uh, Aki, you may remember this. Uh, uh, you remember the tight end, Cam Cleveland, that they had? He's yeah. only there for a season or two. Uh, this is like three weeks to go in the season. It's not like the last week, and we walk in there for the open locker room. And he's in there. He's swinging a golf club in there, so uh, in the locker room. So, you know, maybe his mind isn't totally on the on the season, you know, and that, that's kind of what you deal with sometimes. No, <laughs> totally. And you have those observations. That's the thing. When you have the access that we have, you do pay attention. There's a lot that goes on besides what they just say in front of a PR person. And you can read a lot uh, of language when you're around there. I, You know, Jeff Fisher and before that, Steve Spagnolo, and uh, there have been a number of coaches here. The Scott Linehan year, that 2006 year was the one year that I went to every game, home and away, uh, traveling, and it was just such a blah. You know, there was not much of, with it. I think it was 2006, and they well, were... the first season, yeah. Correct. Yeah, they, they were 8-8, eight and eight and just kind of like, they, they were okay, Nothing, and I think that's just because we witnessed a mixture of a rock concert and a full-scale drama and everything else in those six years from '99 to 2005. It was insane. I mean, it was just crazy. Yeah, yeah, and even maybe the years that were less successful, there was always some oh. some drama going on, and uh, just the characters too were so colorful. Just. We all in our business, Tom, we we all love, and I think you'll agree, characters, covering characters. And from John Shaw to Charlie Army to uh, 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 Dick Vermeil to Mike Marks, they were all characters. They had personality plus, and that made it even more uh, entertaining. And uh, those were special years. My gosh, they, they just put the league on its head. They, they've kind of redefined what the league is now in terms of the passing game and those things are kind of generational. I mean, you go back, maybe you had Don Coryell uh, do it with the Chargers after he left the Cardinals in terms of the passing game. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, Mike would, Marks would throw it anywhere, anytime. And uh, God bless Dick Vermeil, he gave him the freedom uh, to do that. And I, I remember the uh, uh, first uh, playoff game, the first home playoff game, in St. Louis professional football history against Minnesota. 
and the, kind of the narrative from the national media was, yeah, these guys aren't going to go all the way. You've got to be able to, 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 to run the ball. You can't be passing it this much. And uh, uh, now the, the Vikings got some cosmetic points there at the end. It was 49 to 17 Rams uh, midway through the fourth quarter in that game. So yeah, I, I, I think you can, you can win football games uh, without worrying too much uh, about the run. And, and uh, last add on that, you remember the, the Super Bowl victory, Marshall Falk had only 29 yards rushing. So uh, anyway, uh, Mike Martz revolutionized the passing game again with the, with the blessing and guidance of, of Dick Vermeil. And uh, what did uh, I think both Martz and Vermeil used the phrase, it's a special place in time. And, and it was. And then for me personally and for St. Louis sports fans and media, 20, 20 years later to have this miracle on ice of uh, – uh, uh, and sorry, 1980 uh, Olympic team for, yeah. for uh, using your phrase there, but uh, to have a team be in last place in uh, 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 the beginning of the year and end up winning the cup or the first cup in uh, 50 years. I remember how strange things with Bennington arriving on the scene. They had a Pat Maroon bobblehead day in like mid January. And the joke, kind of the running joke in the press box, because Maroon was playing so poorly was that would he still be with the team in time for the bobblehead night? Or would they just have to send those 10,000 uh, bobbleheads or whatever it was back to the factory? Well, look what happened to him. He ended up scoring maybe the greatest goal in uh, St. Louis hockey history to get them past Dallas in double overtime. So kind of, kind of a uh, lightning striking twice there for me personally, but for everyone that's a sports fan in St. Louis. Oh, it's so, so well said. Maroon, people forget that, that he, it was going so bad that there were rumblings of blues are just going to, that this is a failed project. They're going to get rid of him. They're going to trade him. He's not happy, blah, blah, blah. And then it starts to turn. Did you think about your time with the Rams in that run when, when things started to turn Jim? Oh, for sure. And I, I can remember uh, the media day, for the Stanley Cup in Boston before game one. And I had written a story kind of comparing Bennington to the hockey version of Kurt Warner in terms of a guy coming totally out of nowhere to lead a team to uh, a championship. Of course, the Blues hadn't won the championship yet. Again, it was before the Stanley Cup final again. So I called Kurt Warner, and he plays along. You know, doesn't have a whole lot of knowledge of what was happening. He plays along. I explained the Warner situation. Uh, to and there's a hundred reporters crammed around him uh, for for uh, to Bennington at the media day, and typical Bennington style, he says, "Well, you know, I'm telling you about Warner now. It came out of nowhere, yada yada." And now uh, when I'm done, uh, Bennington, you know, he gives you one of those Bennington looks, and you, you know what what I mean by that. And he yeah. says, "Well, sounds like a good story, but never heard of the guy." <laughs> you guys had a fun relationship. You still do. In that, you know, you were the one who asked him the question where he looked at you and said, do I look nervous? Uh, that, that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it really yeah, kind of became kind of the um, dating myself, the straight man for him. I was like the uh, Dean Martin and he was Jerry Lewis. It's for some reason. And it was totally accidental. At least most of the times I would, uh, I would set it up on the tee and, and he would say something, uh, you know, say something strange. Like, remember the, uh, the Who's Montgomery line, that was another good one. When uh, he had had one of his tantrums in the earlier in the uh, in the Dallas series, and uh, uh, I'd gotten some penalties, and, and, I, and Montgomery, after the game, said, uh, you know, so 
someone asked him about it. He said, uh, yeah, he's a good goalie, but he needs to, you know, learn to control his emotions. <laughs> so the next day I asked uh, 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 Bennington about it. And, again, typical that, that Bennington looked at Deadpan and he said, who's Montgomery? Like he didn't know who Jim Montgomery was. <laughs> so he had he had a lot of those moments. And uh, the thing, we were talking about it. The day they presented me with the jersey, which just floored me, just blew me away. I was I was fighting back the tears when they did that, but I was sitting with, with Bennington before that. And, uh, you know, I told him, I said, uh, uh, we never knew what to expect from you when we interviewed you. That's what made you fun. And I also said, I, I'll put him in my top five of all time players to, to deal with. Obviously Isaac Bruce and Kurt Warner are uh, probably one and two or two and one, but, uh, Bennington's definitely, definitely in the, uh, in the top five. What a character. What would young Jim Thomas think about this career that you've had going back to your days growing up in South St. Louis? Well, I, I wouldn't have believed it for one. And, uh, you know, did some of the changes in my career from the zoo to the NFL to the NHL, it's like one door closed and another one opened and the adventures were, were just all great. In 48 years, it's gone by so fast. So fast, I'll be 69 in June, and I, I just figured it was uh, time. Just kind of my my instinct. I I uh, 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 I've talked about Mike March, and I have talked about doing a book. Hopefully, we can do that. I've got another kind of book uh, nibble, so maybe I'll keep busy doing that. My wife's a dog groomer, Aki, so uh, and she's very popular, and she's done so much for me uh, during my career in terms of even. Uh, uh, driving halfway to Columbia because I forgot my computer, just all kinds <laughs> of things. So one day a week, I'm going to wash dogs for help and help her out. How about that? From sports writer to dog washer. I love it. I'll bring uh, Joey and Bear over, and then, well, you know, we can, we, I'll help you, and then we can just there sit go. there. And... Hey, I, I guarantee you, they'll come out looking good. <laughs> uh, in the meantime, you still have a byline in the Post-Dispatch in this morning's paper after dramatic downfall, Blues face key offseason. So I'm going to put you back to work here for our final thing and just get your thoughts on this. The sub headline that says uh, 2023 team stumbled 28 points below the 109 point showing in the 21-22 regular season. There's no other way around it. It was a huge disappointment. How do you think they pick it back up? Well, it's not, I don't think it's going to be overnight. They still have cap issues for next year. So it's not like they can go wild in, 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 in free agency. Now, after this coming year, after 23-24, the cap will start to ease. Uh, a lot of people blame Armstrong, Doug Armstrong, the GM for this, but uh, no one could have anticipated COVID, and that led to a flat cap for uh, uh, basically three years in a row because of the lost, uh, uh, the lost revenues. And so uh, they just couldn't do a lot of things. And a lot, a lot of clubs facing the same thing. I, uh, Washington... At one point, I think they may have jettisoned a couple of players. Just for example, they have, they have eleven. They have eleven unrestricted free agents heading into this off season. And you notice Washington, Pittsburgh, and St. Louis—they all missed the playoffs. The first time that's happened in in forever. But the Blues do have some young prospects. Uh, they're still playing uh, uh, the Quebec League playoffs. Two the two gems of their system, uh, Zachary Bolduc and Zach Dean. Dean was—they uh, got him in the uh, Ivan Barbashev trade. Uh, Jimmy Snuggerbridge going back to uh, Minnesota for just one more year, then I think he'll he'll join the Blues. But they have some good young prospects, and they have a lot of draft picks. And 
if anyone can make it happen quick, it'll be Doug Armstrong. So they're not going to be a powerhouse next year. Can they compete for the playoffs? Uh, certainly. But uh, I, I don't think it's going to be a long drought. It's not going to be, uh, you know, Buffalo Sabres missed for the 12th year in a row. That's I think it's tied for the second longest drought in any of the major four uh, sports here in North America. I don't think, gonna think we're going to see anything like that. So it'll be an interesting season next year with all the, the young guys. Uh, and uh, uh, But, you know, it, it, it may not be a year where you look back and, you know, uh, count up all the wins and everything. But uh, I think they'll be an entertaining team. That is Blues beat writer from the Post-Dispatch, Jim Thomas. Before that, the Rams, Mizzou, Preps, and everything in between. What a 48-year career it's been. And I could go on and on about what you've meant to me, but you taught me how to be a professional and how to cover a team the right way and really get after it. And I appreciate all your hard work and trust over your career, JT. Well, thank you so much. It's an honor to be on the show. I'm very flattered by your comments. And uh, uh, when all is said and done with you, you're going you're gonna to be right up there in the Mount Rushmore of KMOX uh, 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 sports personality. But you've got a lot of years left in you, man. You're going to be going for a while. So keep I, up the great work. I appreciate that, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, I got, I got a long ways to go, and I, I look forward to it all. Thank you, and have a great day. You too. Take care. There he is, Jim Thomas. Boy, great to catch up with him again. We had some fun over the years. We're going to take a quick break, and we will come back with Roman Berkey and get his thoughts on what happened last night at Colorado. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 